Hello, friends, and welcome to Judgment, the ultimate movie ranking podcast. Here, we enter films into a competition-style showdown, then discuss, rank, and rate before offering our final judgment on what should move forward in our tournament of champions. This season, we have chosen our favorite horror films to face off. Today, we will conclude our competition between A Nightmare on Elm Street and Let Me In. We will offer our final thoughts on Let Me In before making our final judgments on which movie moves forward in our competition. Fair warning, we will discuss this movie in depth, so spoilers ahead. Now let's have some fun. Enjoy. Welcome back, everybody, to Judgment. We uh, just finished talking about Nightmare on Elm Street with one Frederick Krueger. So now, Blaine, you're going to go into Let Me In. From 2010. 2010. 2010. The start of the 10s. <sighs> Remember those? Wow. Remember Seems those? Seems like only yesterday. I'll tell you what. Uh, I got my passport a few days ago, and it expires in 10 years. And that made me think of how old I'll be in 10 years. And I went to the bathroom and cried by myself <laughs> for quite a minute. It happens. Yeah. It, it really, happens. really took me down a notch. Yeah. But anyway... Speaking of people who are old, uh, hey. let's go to yes. <laughs> let's jump into "Let Me In." Let me in. All right, so this, like Andrew said, was 2010 remake of mm-hmm. a Swedish film. Is that correct? I believe it's Swedish. Oh yeah, one of those Norse countries. It's uh, "Let the Right One In" was mm-hmm. the original version, and this is the American remake. And I nominated this movie. Um, we saw it in theater back in when it, you know when it came out in 2010, and I thought it was uh, pretty haunting. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, it had some some disturbing elements that I thought warranted it a place in this tournament. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we'll just give an overview of it. So basically, there's this kid who's living in this fucking apartment complex, and these new people move in. It's an older guy and a, a, a younger girl, and he tries to uh, befriend the little girl, basically, and then weird things start happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, some people get murdered, and you slowly find out that, oh, this this little girl is not really a little girl. She's a she's kind of a monster. And, uh, yeah, that's basically what happens. She kills some people, and you, you see some creepy things, and uh, you see a nice friendship develop. That's what this movie's ultimately about. Friendship. All right. Well, you know? Uh, that was an overview. Um, <laughs> we can, uh, you want to jump straight into uh, thumbs here? Yeah, let's get some thumbs. Jill, okay. uh, how are you feeling? I'll give this one a thumb. Just one thumb? A thumb. All right. Oh, wow. I singular thought you actually liked this movie. A singular thumb. Um, I gave it a thumb up. I mean, I, I thought it was a... Yeah, okay, never mind. One thumb from Jill. <laughs> All right. Andrew. Blaine, what about yourself? Andrew. Oh, sorry. Andrew. I am actually going to give this movie a double thumb. Double thumb. I give it a double. All right. It's a lot of thumbs. A lot of thumbs so far. That is three thumbs so far. I am going to give it two thumbs up as well. Ah. So, look at that. Okay, that handles our thumbs. Yeah, just an overall. Okay. Yeah, I like where we're at so far. Yeah, those positive vibes going in. Mm-hmm. So, 
Blaine, why don't you tell us? Uh, let's go through this bad boy. Well, yeah, let's break it down. Let's let's take the next two hours or so and uh, <laughs> let's discuss we'll just, this. We'll discuss every <laughs> single yeah. bit of this movie. Now, as we talked about a little bit before the podcast, this movie was kind of hard to track scene by scene because it has a lot of short scenes that they all take place in like one of three locations. So, mm-hmm. you get a lot of repeats. So, I'm just gonna kind of highlight the you know, the big moments from each scene and then let you guys fill in uh, in between. Okay. If that, hey, if that's how you feel. Yeah, so the movie starts, I think, really good. It's really <laughs> dramatic, the start. It starts mm-hmm. with, like, this like ominous drum beat and then you see, like... Darkest, like, darkest road. Yeah, yeah. dark, <laughs> snowy road and... An ambulance and some cop cars are just hauling ass down the snowy drive, and like you mm-hmm. see some struggling going on in the back of the ambulance. Like, what's going on? What's going on? You know what's weird? I paused the movie at that point and said to myself, "What's going on?" Yeah. Then I started it back. I asked myself. I was like, <laughs> "I don't remember this. What's yep. happening?" And then you get that. I, I gotta say, I did not remember this opening. No, at all. I didn't remember a lot of it actually. I gotta agree with you. There was a lot about this movie that I forgot about. I was like, ah, but yeah, starts good. Starts yeah. tense with that. It's like, da, 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 da. Oh or something is, like is that. Is the band in here? Yeah. <laughs> did you hear that? that I was turned astounding. it. I turned it on for a second. That so was you incredible. Guys hear. Well, uh, I will say the big surprise for me that I did not remember is this movie is set in New Mexico. Yeah, yeah. We had that conversation. I think I asked Blaine yeah. multiple times, "Where's the set again?" Because yeah. they're in this like is the Alaska, Arctic right, right yeah. now. I was very confused at, but again, I'm not what you call a geographicalist. That's that's an occupation, right? Geographer. No, 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 no. I was right. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah, I just checked. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Ge- what I say, geographicist? Yeah, Ge- geographicist. <laughs> yeah, there's a K, hard K um. in there. <laughs> Yeah, so uh-huh. this movie takes place in Los Alamos, New Mexico, in nineteen eighty four. That's three, I believe. Yeah, you know the eighties. That also blew my mind. I did not remember this movie taking place in the eighties. You know, it's funny is one that it, it pops up and tells you what year it is and what uh, location is, and then real early on they they really hammer home that's the eighties. Like mm-hmm. you immediately see a Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan <laughs> right Ronald out of Reagan the gate. On the TV. Yeah. That was my thought, too, is, like, seeing Ronald Reagan on the TV is, like, the only thing they do to tell you that this is the 80s and besides it a Rubik's showing up. Cube. But you can still play and the Rubik's Cube. But... The soundtrack. There were some songs that came in there pretty hard. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> First, true. I almost forgot. We're in the 80s. There's no <laughs> reason that it needed to be set in the 80s, but it was. No, none that I could think of, like... To me, there was nothing about modern life or technology that would have changed the story significantly. Yeah, I was trying to figure out uh, what... Because usually, when you take a story back like that, it's technology that'll fuck something up. Like, somebody used a cell phone. You know. But uh, I didn't find any moment. Nothing. Except maybe, maybe, just maybe when we get to the cop. But I feel like he could have used his radio. But we'll get there. We'll get there. But, but I, I would hate that this person wrote this movie to be set in the 80s for that one scene. That just I don't know. Silly. I haven't seen the Swedish one. Maybe the Swedish one was set in the 80s and they just wanted to... In case we... I have seen it. And in case we cover it in the future, I won't give too much about it. 
I don't remember it being set in the 80s. All right. Yeah. So, no answer for you there. Yeah. But I have one, another part where it's like, okay, maybe this was clearly the 80s, but we'll talk about it when we get there. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, again, I, when, I, when I see the setting of this movie, New Mexico is not what came to mind. No. At all. No. I really thought this was a Minnesota movie, but apparently there's great snowfall in Los Alamos, New Mexico. Yeah. Wouldn't have thought. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. Yeah, so we, we, we got a solid opening here. Uh, and then we go to the hospital. And then you see, basically see a guy commit suicide. The guy that was in the hospital room who got transported. Obviously was burned real bad. And then the cop comes in, starts asking the questions, and then... Mm-hmm. Chop, chop. We find out that the guy uh, purposefully uh, spilled acid on himself. Which, again, I gotta tell you, I did not remember this part. No. <laughs> Didn't remember that at all. But apparently spilled acid on himself is what the cop said. And, yes. As you said, uh, we cut to Ronald Reagan giving a speech because, you know, all nurses love watching <laughs> <laughs> presidential speeches yes. on their night shifts. State of the Union address. Yes. Don't Who forget. does it? It's the 80s. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Yeah. So that's how we open with this guy getting transported to the hospital. The cop questions him, and then he had, he jumps out the window and commits suicide. That's what we are led to believe. But here's my question. Do hospital windows open? They did in the 80s in Los Alamos, <laughs> that, New Mexico. That might be the only reason. Maybe that's why it's said said in the, the 80s. 80s. <laughs> we need to, yeah. to allow him to kill himself. I'm going to be honest. I haven't seen a... An open switch on a hospital ever, I don't think. No. No, no. Makes just sense. probably for those situations. <laughs> just those situations. Yeah. How interesting. Yeah, good points. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's that's how we open, and then we get a flash back. We cut back two weeks, mm-hmm. and then it opens up on our main character, the little boy. He's like 12 years old. Yes. Sitting in the courtyard of his apartment complex. Um, and uh, just sitting there in the snow. He's obviously like a lonely kid. This is the, uh, the first thing I wrote down. As this part wraps up, when he's sitting on the playground, he just throws his trash on the ground. Yeah, his now and laters. Threw those on the ground. Oh, my... Super litter bug. Why, yeah. Why are you littering, man? He threw them on the ground now so somebody can pick them up later. Wow! Thank you, thank you. That's uh, <laughs> the scriptwriter. Really, yeah. oh really my to, goodness! Really wanted to throw that in there, um, and gentlemen. <laughs> I hate when he sings the little now and it, now and later theme song. I didn't know there was a theme song until this movie. So I, mean, I didn't notice? catch it. No, that's the little oh. song that he sings the whole time. Yeah, that he's eating the now and later. There must have been a now and later commercial. Yeah, in nineteen eighty three. By the way, that's how the movie ends. Him yes. singing the now and later song. Wow, gotta check that one out. I'll have to. Did you ever eat now and later?s Hate them. Hate now and later. They're so hard. So yeah. So hard. I don't like any candy that will rip a filling out. No. Yeah, now oh, and later's yeah. are like. It's like a reason. Yeah. No, no. Those. They're like the first attempt at a starburst and then starburst is like okay really i can actually oh. eat these i guess that, that makes sense is that true i wasn't saying it like 
Oh, you're saying like. <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't trying to give some, a factual. Someone was like, hey, I got this idea. <laughs> and someone was like, oh, these are fucking hard. Yeah. We need to make them chewier. You know what, guys? Yeah. I bet we could make these softer. <laughs> Let's gotcha. do a Starburst. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I thought you were dropping like knowledge on this. Uh, I don't have candy knowledge like did, that. I wish I, I didn't did. Know. I wish you, I mean, Jill you know. did major in candy history. Yes. <laughs> Candyology. Candyology. Thank you. I believe I was right. Um, <laughs> Candyology uh, with a minor in geographicology. Geographic. <laughs> so she could be a geographist. Yes, of candy. <laughs> with a K. Um, yeah, so this is where we meet our little guy. He's a litter Poor bug. Guy. And then it cuts to him. Named Owen. Named Owen. Owen, yeah. Cuts to him in his room with this like weird fucking mask on and a butcher's knife. Yeah. Going, you scared little girl? <laughs> you scared little girl? <laughs> yeah. That was, uh, I'm again. Like, I am scared. I am very scared. <laughs> I'm so scared. Because in 30 some odd years, we got to watch out for kids like you. <laughs> you're, you're a real Not problem. Not even 30 years. Oh, yeah. 99 right now yeah you know what poor kid but yeah that i again another part i did not remember and could not figure out if i'm supposed to like this kid or not i was i didn't like him at all oh not at all right there yeah i think we definitely like come to understand why He's saying and doing that we do yeah in that first flash of the scene i was like what i was like this kid he needs to be put down with the mask i was like oh dear what kind of mask was it? It was like just kind of opaque. It wasn't like yeah, it was one of those like clear masks that are far more creepier than any other mask. Pretty yeah. creepy. So we've met the villain. Yeah, we've. So this is the bad guy. Got it. I didn't remember this movie. Correctly. Yeah. So <laughs> we we meet him, and then he he starts looking around his apartment complex, right? Yeah, in the telescope through his telescope, just he's, to make him even more creepy. Yeah, he's got real creepy vibe. He sees a guy working out, and then he watches like. This dude touches ladies' tit. Yep, <laughs> that's a great way to put it. This is Blaine's a favorite dude part. touches ladies' tit. <laughs> I was just like, man. <laughs> First off, close your blinds if you're going to be doing that. I mean, hey, it's it's your house. They you were know, in the middle of a fight, though. That kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, that's true. They were kind of like trying to make up. up and then tit grab. And you know how you can tell a straight man wrote this? He grabs her tit because that's what every woman. Please, <laughs> just first. Oh, thing. I'm so glad we made up. Please squeeze my breast. No, that's how they make up. <laughs> that is how they. Make yeah, he's up. like, I know what you want, baby. You want this tit grab, huh? I'm gonna go right for your tit. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot to take out the trash again. Yeah, honk. I know you love this honk. <laughs> Thanks. Now, I keep it in this 1983 bra day. <laughs> I love it when you squish them more. <laughs> yes, but as. I, I told Jill when this happened that had I, as a straight 12-year-old, seen uh, a lady's tit in the flesh, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't have been able to, to go anywhere for about a week. <laughs> that You know what? Yeah. It makes sense. I'm also surprised you were straight at 12. That's good for you. Um, yeah. <laughs> I already knew that early, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. How strange. <laughs> well, I just gotten rid of my tap shoes. Oh, and... Well, have you ever tried? No. <laughs> just not being. Uh, uh, anyway. Yeah. So, so yeah. So you know what? I pre- you know uh, that makes sense. Yeah, you know, it's a very I formative just, year. Yeah. I just it was a strange time as a twelve year old. Um, oh, 
Harry Potter books all around. Ooh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get my goblet of fire real quick and just... Anyway. Put the squeeze on. <laughs> Anyways. Mm-hmm. So we see him just kind of like milling about. He's obviously a lonely kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we cut the next notable scene is at his school. And right off the bat, he gets hit with like a big spitball. So you're like, okay. He's getting bullied. He looks oh, a little weird. Horrifyingly, but it was a large It's like the size spitball. of a tennis ball. It was a, could you imagine making that spitball? Yeah, that's what. Uh. I would have thrown up <laughs> making it. Same. <laughs> like, did he have it all in his mouth at the same time? Oh, okay. I'm actually getting. Sick. I know that I'm actually getting nauseated yeah, <laughs> thinking about no, it. Can't do that. Oh, he had like seven paper towels in his mouth. So just juice and a move uh, on. Ugh. <laughs> And then the the real tragedy is you have to deal with it now. You throw it at somebody. Ugh. Ugh. Now I gotta deal with somebody else's spit? No, thank you. Oh, I yeah. don't need that. Uh-uh. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> okay, so spitball. <laughs> so he's obviously getting bullied. No. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. He's got some issues at school. And then uh, he gets attacked by the bullies. Yeah. Yeah. In another scene. And they hold him down and he pees in his pants. And you see like the one... Yeah, yeah, the one main bully. Yeah, the kid Uh, from uh, Lost and 13 Reasons Why. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So he's he's always getting picked on. Pees his pants. And the way they react to the pee pants, I thought was a little little dramatic. Mm. Like, aha, you got to pee in his pants. I think peeing in your pants when you're getting a wedgie is a little dramatic. Yeah. Depends yeah. on how deep it went. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know how your bodies work, but... <laughs> I don't know if The that... deeper a wedgie goes on a woman, the less likely we are to pee our pants. <sighs> I fucking hate a bully. Just... Yeah. Ugh. And what we, we talk about in all the bully movies, it's like, what do the, what do the friends do? Yeah. This is Just my like... point in every movie yeah. with, like... These like serious bullies, like an it, yeah. Henry Bowers' friends, like they always have those two friends who are just there supporting them. But like, why? Why do they hang around this person? Yeah, yeah. are you just showing like his bad moments? Is he like hilarious all the rest of the time? Right. What do you guys gain from this? Can't be. Can't that that kid? No, no that kid sucks. No, no, no. No way, Jose. Like, get his arms. Get his. I'm not getting his no. arms. I don't want to do this. This I'm is not. mean. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't nice. This isn't even fun. Yeah. I just, I want to do anything else. Why do we have to follow this kid around? Yeah, let's go yeah. to the arcade, man. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing about this, <laughs> this whole situation. I have, this school has the most interesting extracurricular activities I have ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> and schedule. Like, a, <laughs> yeah. They have a full-blown pool. Like a full Olympic-sized pool. And then at one point, they go ice skating on a field trip. <laughs> That's... The, okay, that was what I was going to say. All right, this is the 80s. If you're going ice skating on an actual lake yeah. for a school trip... It's a massive liability. Yeah. That ain't modern times, no, for sure. No, 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 um, that, That's... But, again, I will say... Big scenes happen in the original movie that happen at a pool and a lake. Uh, Frozen Lake, uh, pretty much, based on what you saw in this one. So, 
I guess they were like, well, we don't really know how to make that better, so we'll just use the same thing. It's set in the 80s. Yeah, it's set in the 80s when they um, had Olympic-sized pools at, I'm guessing, middle school. And also, like, you're swimming at night. Is this part of school? or like That blew me away, too. Or just like a like after-school program. Does it just get dark at four in New Mexico? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. New Mexico. Who, I have no idea. I don't it's know. Who's there? Blizzard. We're not geographists. <laughs> I'm not a meteorologist. <laughs> no. What do you think we are? Huh. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. So the the bully from uh, Thirteen Reasons Why, and uh, they make him pee his pants. They call him a little girl too. So you're like, okay, well that makes the stabbing the. The, yeah. yeah. So you're like, okay. You scared little girl. Like, oh, okay, he's being this. this yeah, he, he's thinking about revenge. I get it. Um, By the way, just while we're here, do you know who played the kid, Owen? Um, Was it the kid from Let Me In? It was him. No, who and is that? <laughs> he uh, is Nightcrawler in the, the newer X-Men movies. He played Nightcrawler. He's also in a movie called uh, The Power of the Dog that's on Netflix now. And he was really good at it. They say he might win an Academy Award for it. Oh, wow. Based oh, on what we heard earlier, Blaine would be into that movie. <laughs> what, The Power Whoa. of the Dog? <laughs> yeah, we got a, a lot of inside jokes here. Um, I didn't hear that one. No, the, remember, it's okay. Remember the dog conversation we had? Oh, yes. Yes, there we go. Okay. Something about rockets that we're talking about? Red rockets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're just going to put it on out there. Yeah. Red so rockets. Anyways. Okay, so yeah. next scene I got to note, we flash back to the apartment. It's night. Again, he's sitting there alone in the courtyard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, in the background, we see the girl just standing there. This is the first time we're like officially introduced to the girl. Yeah. Chloe, Chloe Grace Moretz plays... Uh, was it Abby? Yeah. Abby is the girl. Mm-hmm. So we she... should also say that during that scene where he was looking through the telescope uh, at the titty grab, that's when Abby and an older man show up. Right. And Abby's walking around barefoot in the snow. Yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah. how we establish they come in to the uh, the movie. Yeah. And we're like, obviously, she's a little out there, so she's not wearing shoes. We don't know much about her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, again, we see her there. She's just standing in the background. No shoes on. And uh, they kind of start having a conversation. And she's like, I can't be your friend. Uh, Well, actually, Mm -hmm. she (laughs) walks up on him. And homie's stabbing a tree with a knife and saying, like, you scared little girl? You scared little girl? Yeah. Stabbing just... Yeah, he buys a pocket knife. Yeah, the littlest pocket knife possible. Small, small pocket knife. So sad, the pocket knife. But yeah, he just OJ's this tree, and um, (laughs) she walks up, and then they talk a little bit, and she's like, "I can't be your friend, you know." And then she walks off. I'm like, and he's pissed about it. Yeah, I'm like, she walked up on you, stabbing a tree and yelling at it. Yeah, it you know what? Are you surprised? I wouldn't want to be your friend either, man. Yeah. Uh, you seem a little out there for me. I'm going to go ahead. Let's you, have some self-reflection. barefoot in a blizzard, and she's like, mm Yeah. Yeah. Not she's, you, I can, she's still not the weird one here. I'm new in town, but I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll roll the dice on the next person. I yeah. See. You're we'll not try the somebody one. somebody else. 
You're not the one, man. Um, so, next thing I got of note. I'm sure some other little shit happens, but uh, you see the old man, or there's a car driving. Or what, what happens? So at that point, uh, we see uh, the older male character played by Richard Jenkins, I believe. Richard Jenkins, the character actor. The dad from uh, Step Brothers. Sure is. And the dad from Six Feet Under, of other things. Loves a dad role. Um, so we see him getting supplies ready uh, and putting them all into a case. And then, oh gosh, I think I'm getting both movies mixed up at this point. But anyways, yeah, the anyway. next scene was like, uh, there's a car driving, they stop, and then it's the dad in the woods hoisting this body up a tree. <laughs> yes. And they're like, okay, this guy's like a murderer. Mm-hmm. And then he walks up to him and... This part was disturbing. He just does like a slow stab in this cat's neck. Right. And then. Oh, this. Yeah. He got in the backseat of someone's car, which is that's his frightening in, uh, in itself. With his trash in, uh, bag mask, which yeah. is horrifying. Yeah. He wears, yeah I don't the guy stopped. The driver stops at a train track and uh, we assume that's where he strangles him or something. And that then takes him to the woods and stabs him. Yeah, right just like throat. gives him that slow, that slow neck poke. <laughs> and so so far, every main character we've met is the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, we don't like everybody. Them all. Seems not we don't great. Like them all. So the body's hanging upside down. He, he's draining this body into uh, a funnel up into into a bucket. She's like, okay, he's trying to get this blood for some purpose, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but then he just three stooges it and drops it <laughs> and spills it all. And then we just get, so sad. You know, he did all that work and got nothing for it. He's clearly exasperated with this shit. Yeah, like, he's, you yeah. Can just he's, see he's it. had like, enough. He's like, I don't like doing he's this. He's not murdering this kid for his own purposes, clearly. Yeah. yeah. And, and then we go back to the apartment and you you go into the Owen's room and he overhears next door, which is where Abby and the old man older man live, you hear an argument. And mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like a little girl. Certainly does not. <laughs> sounds like a sounds demon. like a straight up monster. He's yep. Like, no, you think I have to do it myself? <laughs> like, okay, this lady's mad at homie for spilling the blood. In all fairness, I do sound like that too when I'm hungry. Um, can't really help it. Yeah. Same, especially when Blaine fucks up what he's supposed to get me. Yeah, if I forget <laughs> honey mustard, <laughs> fam, if I forget honey mustard. Oh no. Ugh, it's because that sauce collapsed. is disgusting. I might as well not even come home. Or I just, yeah. Fuck I it. mean, you would think you could just check the bag first you and know. then oh, come home, uh, but I, I do now. Digress. Uh huh. I, I do we're, now. I think we're in a different podcast now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> where's Doctor Drew? Oh low. Oh low. <laughs> oh low. Oh low. I think oh, my low. question at this point is, even though we haven't seen much of her, like, surely it would just be easier if she did this herself. Well. We haven't got there yet. We haven't got there. We don't know at this point what the blood's for or what, sure. she, what she is. <laughs> yeah. Um, we haven't figured it out. But that's a great point. We. And we will talk about it. <laughs> um, yeah, so you hear her yelling at the... You hear someone yelling at the man. Mm-hmm. And you kind of put the pieces together. 
in the next couple scenes. Um, so the next one of note that I felt was worth bringing up was Abby in the tunnel. Yes. Is there anything before that you wanted to talk uh, about? Well, she meets Owen again, and he gives her the Rubik's Cube to play with. Yeah. And then he has to leave because his mom's calling him. Yeah, so they're building their friendship in between these these bigger, more disturbing scenes. Um, so Abby goes into this tunnel, and there's a guy jogging. This is a guy we see from earlier in the movie who was working out. And she's just kind of like balled up in a ball, being pitiful and like, Oh my, okay. I I didn't mean to interrupt, but yes, I did not realize that was the guy working out. Yeah. I thought that was a random person. Why do you think the police were in his? I would, that was a question I literally had written down. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what happened to the workout guy? <laughs> Holy sh! Okay, all right. No, no, no. that was. Thank him. you, because I was lost. You know what I thought? Yes. You know what I thought? I thought that uh, the reason that uh, Titty Grab and her boyfriend were yelling at each other is she was sleeping with a guy working out, and her boyfriend killed that guy, and it had nothing to do with Abby. You made all that up on your own. I did. <laughs> I was like, "Am I? I was going to ask you, is that what happened? You drew Holy. some conclusions. I just drew a big Holy one. Holy shit, that's like a whole other movie. I just, that's what I was thinking. Those were oh. Blaine-like leaps in that logic. Was... <laughs> I was, oh my god, that changes this movie for me. All right, oh, that was a lot. Of Two thumbs movie. down now. Yeah, fuck this movie. Oh, man. I thought it was much more complex. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so she's in this tunnel, and the guy's running, and he, he starts to check him. He's being a solid, nice dude. You know, a lot of guys running through a tunnel in the middle of the night find a vulnerable. That's not how it goes. You know, all those guys that do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I don't like to run through tunnels. I probably wouldn't have gone in. No, no, no. Uh, even more so, I don't like to run. So, <laughs> really no. cut me out. And I don't like little children. Oh, crying little children in a tunnel at night? No. You're asking for danger. No, no, this is a setup. I'm going to assume you're the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're... I... So, he goes to help her. He goes to pick her up. And then all hell breaks loose. She goes full, like, demon spider monkey. <laughs> and That's a great way to put it, actually. <laughs> yeah. And just... Fucks this dude up, kills him. So she's obviously a monster at this point. We know, okay, this other dude was, the older man was getting her blood because she needs it so she doesn't have to go kill people and can live. Uh, at this point, we put it together, she's a, a vampire of yeah, some she's, sort. Yeah, she's a yeah. vampire of some sort. And then she goes back, and obviously the older dude's pissed off because now he has to go dispose of this body. And this is where we can talk about what you just brought up, Jill. Because I agree with Jill. I Look, I've seen the movie before. I knew how it kind of worked out. But yeah. still, I was like, you know, why, why does we need the middleman here? Why aren't <laughs> yeah. you just doing this? <laughs> like, you're obviously a super strong supernatural being. Yeah. Who can, like, fly it, and... <laughs> have superhuman strength. Um... Uh, I just, I didn't really understand. Why, why aren't you getting your own kills? And I brought, I, I talked about this when we were watching it. It was like, in the way you kill these people, it almost like a wild animal attack. 
So yep. you could probably get away with it longer than True. someone on, like, a stabbing yeah, a bunch of people. Stabbing people yeah. and hanging them up yeah. in trees. Move to where there's like bears and mountain lions and shit. People just yeah. assume yeah. that's what happened. What or move, move, again, move to Alaska. It's dark half the year. You don't even have to hibernate during the day. That's no. actually a really great point also. Yeah, yeah. Why don't vampires just move to Alaska? Huh. 30 days a night had it right. Um, it's true. I also, I mean, I realize this is not the plot, but like she could have a whole like pedophile sting set up and not so even feel true. guilty about the guys to that she killed. Her own to catch a predator yeah. situation. Yes. She's the new Chris Hansen. Exactly. Yeah. She's a 12-year-old girl. She's a perfect setup. All she's got to do is lure these guys and just kill. Just confirm yeah. that that's what they want. Yeah, no innocence. Yeah, uh, yeah. Purge the world of, of all of these pedophiles. Holy yeah. shit! New comic book series. Oh my god! <laughs> what? New comic book. Yeah. It's just you know what? Uh, Abby, pedophile hunter. Yeah. There we yeah. go. There we go. I'm not sure if at this Vampire point pedophile. we're yeah. supposed to sympathize with Abby or not, but for mm-hmm. that reason, I just don't. I think you uh, put a little too much emphasis on the word vampire because it would be Abby, vampire, pedophile hunter. You kind of said it like Abby, vampire, pedophile hunter. Like she, like and she, I mean, that's very descript. vampire, pedophiles. <laughs> yeah, that's a very descript type of pedophile you're that's searching fair. for. Yeah. Her, her, that's fair. Yeah. That's a niche market. Yeah. Yeah. Her really got to look for those. Her options would be more limited there. Yeah. But I like the idea of just killing only bad people. Yeah. This really That really changes the whole moral universe of this movie, actually. Yeah, you kill exactly. all these innocent people. Yeah. You know what? That's how Edward got his start. Maybe she needed to eat too I'm sorry. often. Is this a Twilight? It sure Twilight. is. Okay. All right. He, when he was eating slash drinking humans, mm-hmm. he would only do it to murderers and rapists and shit. Hmm. You know I'm going to be honest with you. I kind of forgot they even fed off blood in that fucking movie. <laughs> <I didn't... laughs> they I thought they like, you know, uh, like pixie sticks. Yeah, I thought yeah. they were like, uh, <laughs> they ate like a uh, uh, fairy. Laffy um, Taffy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It didn't seem like they were bloodsuckers. Just movie. saying, she brings up a point. Just because you need to survive on blood doesn't mean you have to be a dick. Maybe she needs yeah, to eat okay. too often. Like, But even still, that there's a lot of pedophiles. You could probably snag one a night. I oh, for sure, for she sure. She definitely doesn't eat every night either. Get on an AIM chat? I'm sure there's... Well, it was 83, you know? <laughs> Oh, but you can, yeah, she can point. go nowadays. The sex offender registry. Oh yeah, like, I bet Abby's thriving these days. <laughs> but she's doing great, doing solid. Yeah. Um, okay, so he goes out and tries to dispose of this body, dumps it in like a creek. Mm-hmm. Um, I I also will say that we see each time that this poor man. Uh, I just want. There is a slight difference between... Well, I don't even want to get into that. But in this movie, the, Richard Jenkins really does a great job in this. He is, I really think he is stellar in this movie. He is not having it. Yeah. He is so fed up with having to do this stuff. Well, he's fed up and also he's reached an age where he just can't do it anymore. Yeah. 
And that's another sad part of all this. That yeah. Because, uh, well, I guess we'll get to it when we get to the revelation of his yeah. character. But he really does play that character very well in the in the sense of this is someone who's obviously been doing this for a minute for this girl and just doesn't have it anymore. Yeah. Really doesn't have it. And then on top of it, the real uh, salt in the wound is she's starting to like someone else. And that's even worse. <laughs> and we, uh, and the the like someone else. Yeah, the little boy. <laughs> uh, oh, at this point, we don't. We haven't even broached the concept of her having a relationship with the older man. Yeah, I honestly, the first time I ever watched it, I remember thinking that was just her father. As and everyone then, is led to believe. Yeah, exactly. But we'll talk about that, too, because questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So next scene after that that I wrote down was another trip to the school, another bullying scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're in the classroom reading Shakespeare, and Owen's, like, reading a Morse code book. And 13 Reasons Why looks over and just, absolutely fucking pissed just so angry about it I'm like what about morse code what <laughs> did you see like something written in morse code that <laughs> did it say like little girl you suck or, i don't know but he got so irrationally mad and followed him i to love the that ba- you you were like man that guy must hate morse code <laughs> all of a sudden like he wasn't doing anything i he was just my interpretation was that he saw that Owen was happy because Owen seemed excited about doing it. And he was like, oh, you're happy? Yeah. I don't like that. Maybe but not. I do like this new idea that he is just so opposed to Morse <laughs> Anti-Morse code. code. Maybe, his, <laughs> maybe his dad was in the army. was a Morse code guy. Um, God, I love those guys. <laughs> Never forget. Uh, Morse, Morse code, code guy reporting. <laughs> yes. Um, he beat all the shit the... out of him and insult him at the same time. <laughs> yeah, the he best. beat him to a Morse code beat. <laughs> <laughs> got a long beep coming oh. um yeah so they go into the bathroom and then he starts beating him with like a a telescopic antenna is that what it yeah, is yeah like a pointer <laughs> it, it seems like a broken antenna yeah yeah and they just start whipping him and then one of his friends is like jesus christ dude jesus <laughs> i'm like yeah that's your friend yeah, yeah finally the friends are catching on to like this is lame man yeah this is not fun for anybody i'm tired of following this kid around <laughs> jesus and i gotta say i i don't know what they did to this poor owen kid but that goddamn haircut they gave him oh, for this oh movie Lord. was not good. Oh, that that just screamed to me. Uh, mom cut his hair, <laughs> like which drunk. is probably what <laughs> drunk <laughs> with well, dull baby. scissors with dull scissors because it was rough and I felt bad for him for that haircut. He yeah, he, he yeah. was crap. Yeah, he was crap. So yeah, gets beat with the uh, car antenna from uh, this kid. Yeah, and then um. Again, look, we're back at the apartment. Mm-hmm. Gets a cut on the space. We should highlight yeah, that. He gets yeah. From the the antenna. Yep. Yep. Um. And again, we're just them chatting and trying to you know, becoming friends some more. Yep. Yep. Uh, he shows her like little Morse code things. They can do cute, cute communications through the wall. Yep. And I loved this part. Uh, so they go back inside, and Abby walks in, and. 
the dad, yeah. the dad sitting, <laughs> the dad in character sitting yeah. in the bedroom, like just listening to music, and she just says, "Get out." Yeah, I need to get in here, you piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> essentially, essentially says those words. Like, yeah, get away, you old fuck. I got a Morse code with my new boyfriend. But something of note that happens when they're still together in that scene is Abby says, "You've got to stand up for yourself," because she sees mm-hmm. the cut on Owen's face. Oh yeah, she's talking to Owen, and she says, "You've got to stand up for yourself. You've got to fight back." And then he says. What if I can't beat them or something like that? And she says, then I will. I'm a lot stronger than I look. Something like that. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Some real creepy foreshadowing. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And and, and multiple times she references that she's not a girl um, during their conversation. It is a real interesting way to put. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was. uh, It's interesting way to say it. Yeah. I'm not a girl. I'm a vampire. But, you know, different times. Girl vampire. Yeah. Um, and then they do some more cute shit. They go out to the arcade. They're starting to be like more like boyfriend girlfriend kind of thing. Getting closer. Yeah. He force feeds Abby an now and later, and she makes, throws up. Makes her throw up. We're like, okay, well, that's exactly what happens to me when I eat an hour and later. Almost immediate reaction. <laughs> My teeth fall out. Yeah. She clearly um, can't eat human. She, food. Yeah, she can't eat mm-hmm. human food. So we're just we're just adding up the evidence that she's a vampire. Obviously. Mm-hmm. If you haven't quite got it yet from the <laughs> sewer attack, she is a vampire. Yeah. yeah. She's a vamp. Yeah. Um, so, I, it, you know, I, at that point, uh, I believe she goes back and uh, Richard Jinkson, Jenkins is trying to go out again for her to get her another uh, bunch of blood yep. this time. And... Uh, Really, where we see Richard Jenkins meet his uh, untimely end. Yeah, this yeah. this whole scene sequence is pretty chaotic. So again, he puts his trash bag outfit on, which is terrifying. It was a scary Absolutely. outfit. Yeah, and he's laying in the back seat of this this person's car, waiting for them to come out of the gym. And he's got just like a trash bag with the eye holes cut out. And he's just laying in the back. Ready to ready to get him, and uh oh, guy pulls out and picks up another person. Mm-hmm. Do you guys ever check the back seat of your car before you drive? Every off? fucking time. I do it every time. Every time. Even when I leave your house, I go and look at the back of my car. I don't gotta worry about it because the back seat of my car is so dirty Ugh. that no one could lay in it, nor would they want to. They would want to kill you, but then they'd say, mm, "No thanks." Ah, not sharp things down there (laughs) um but yeah so they pick up another person and then stop at a gas station and he's got to make a decision yeah he's not he's not in a good spot no so so he pops up and tries to chloroform the passenger and then Mm -hmm. he tries to steal the car and for whatever reason he drives in reverse down a road and then i love this this it was so the sequence was astoundingly Yeah, good. the crash. Yeah. The, it's you, very stressful. It starts oh, absolutely. The car starts flipping down a hill, but it's shot from inside the car and it just looks It was very well done. It was. It, it was, was a bonkers. great scene. And then cuz all you can think about is you know what he has to do. He's get he's got fucked up. He's an old ass man so he can't fight these three young teenagers, guys. Yeah. yeah. 
and you know what's gonna happen then he crashes and you're like fuck okay yes he's down like at this point like if it were me i would have chloroformed the kid and then just crawled out the back door and snuck away and like cut my losses cut it out at that point oh before trying to steal the car yes i would not have tried to steal the car i would have been like let's go get somebody else like bitch looks like you hunting again tonight yeah yeah (laughs) not tonight like your turn turn. i rolled my ankle like, you know what losses, I went through? Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I guess we should also say after the crash, apparently Richard Jenkins has a, I guess, uh, fail-safe plan for when these situations happen. Strange plan. Super Strange weird. Strange plan. So they're at the bottom of the hill, and he's kind of, he's he looks like he's trapped up under the seats mm-hmm. as the car is flipped up onto its, its, its roof. And people are running down the hill uh, after him. So he opens this jug up and then dumps which is like hydrochloric acid or something yeah. all over his face. And he just he just mm-hmm. steams that shit. He melts right and in front of us. He just melts and he's screaming. And then we realize, oh, this is the guy that was in the ambulance at the beginning of the movie. Right. Uh, I just want to know if that poor kid lived. No. I don't think chloroform so. kid. Well, you never know. He might have been. Sometimes, because especially yeah, the, since he had been chloroform, yeah, like drunk driver. Yeah, yeah, they often live because they're all loosey goosey yeah, when they get in the accident. Up. But so. anyways, why? All right. No, I agree with it's you. Important to me. <laughs> I agree. But what happened to this child? But but going back to Andrew's, like, why <laughs> was this the failsafe? Why was yeah. this the plan? I don't get it at all, yeah. to be honest. I feel like, uh, should have just had a gun? Shoot yourself. <laughs> that would have been a great failsafe. Or like, why kill yourself? Yeah, I don't why get that, that either. Why is that the go-to? Well, I guess it's... Like, okay, they're you're going to get in out. trouble, obviously, yeah. but... Why? <laughs> you just not want to go to jail. What, like, that's what yeah. I'm thinking. Is it, you don't want to go to jail, or do you don't want to, like... Well, I imagine it's... Somehow it get back that she's a vampire or what? I think it's a mix of all of it. I think there's a... I'm going to go ahead and guess he's been doing this for a long time. <laughs> and eventually they're going to kind of put it together. And then, you know, then he goes to jail. And... I would say at least 50 years. At least. <laughs> based on the picture Yeah, based on what we're looking at. Been doing this a while. So I think that's part of the element. And... You know, they he doesn't want anything to get back to her. So I believe he would kill himself, which, again, the acid is the wrong way to go. That's not the way. It's not the way. I just want to know in what way it's going to get back to her. Because, like, what is she... Is he registered as her legal guardian or something? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. there's no say, way. Take care of a vampire. Lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as far as the movie goes... Mm-hmm. They're like, completely untraceable to one another. Yeah, or like mm-hmm. even if, like the cops came and like, I'm sorry to tell you this, but your father was a murderer. Mm-hmm. Like, oh no, whoops, I'm no twelve. Shit. I guess okay. I go into foster care and oh. eat all those kids. Oh, yeah, but I can do whatever the fuck I want because I'm a magic away. vampire. Yeah. Um. I, I didn't. I don't understand. I didn't get it. Well, could he? He could have like. What if he would have dumped it in his mouth hole, rather than putting it on his face? 
Yeah, again, it's a weird element of, is he trying to... Become unrecognizable. Yeah. Like, is that part of it? Because... I don't know. Again, it's a weird way to go. Because they still got a sketch. We do see a police <laughs> sketch of him later. Yeah. So maybe there's a lot of those in a bunch of different cities or something. Mm-hmm. But the cop makes the connection regardless. I mean, immediately. So... <laughs> makes that connection. Yeah. Well, that's because he asked that couple who got attacked later. Mm-hmm. So we'll get there. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. So he dumps the thing on his face and this, we, okay, this is the guys in the hospital from the beginning. Uh, but then we see it from Abby's perspective. So she goes to the hospital to see him. And then we see her climb up the wall again, like, uh, I'm like a demon. Yep. Yep. So she climbed up the okay, wall. Okay. So pause. Yeah. Let's figure it pause. out because mm-hmm. we know it's been two weeks at this point. And yes. how many people has she fed on? Two. Uh, the first person that was stabbed was killed. The first person she fed on was apparently the weightlifter um, yeah, in the tunnel. Yeah, she never got to feed on the oh, first yeah, yeah. guy. Oh, yeah, she didn't get to drink his because yeah. she dropped it. So it seems like she's only had one, one a week. human's worth mm-hmm. in this two-week time span. Right. So it looks like she's one a week. Because she's about to eat one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that seems to be her pace is that she needs about. It's like a python. A full grown. You know. We'll yeah. say five liters a week since a human has about five liters of blood. Yep. Yep. So. Yeah. So she goes to see him. She climbs up the wall, knocks on his window. He comes over. He's fucked up, obviously. He dumped a bunch of acid on his face. Looks terrible. Not his best day. Um. And then Super he, heartbreaking scene, actually. Very, it was very, very sad. sad. Yeah. So he he they obviously have like an unspoken, uh, you know, kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he just leans forward out the window. And you're like, what is he doing? And then you realize, oh, he's letting her bite him, him. Yeah. to feed on him as like his last sacrifice for her. Mm-hmm. So she does, and then he falls out the window, and that's what happens at the beginning of the movie. He doesn't yes. kill himself. She kills him, and it's devastating. It is so devastating. And uh, I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> There's so much that's said that isn't said in that scene, and it's just like, Jesus Christ. It's that's so depressing. good. Yeah. <laughs> it's they didn't say a word, but you're like, oh, he's like, oh. I know what's happening. He's yeah. like, I can't do this anymore. You're obviously moving on. I'm a monster. Yeah, I, I need to feed. Mm-hmm. Uh, just let me follow this window. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just let me go. But I think we need to touch back on since we're at this point. There was a small scene that he and Abby share together in the oh, kitchen. Yes. Yeah, where we get a sense that that's what's happening. Yeah. That they are, that they're not father and daughters or even paternal in any way that this was obviously, he had a relationship with her and, uh, albeit very toxic, very toxic relationship. Yeah, at. at the sink where she like, he's obviously sad. He sees what's going on with Owen. Mm-hmm. She comes up behind him like, kind of like, Gently caresses his arm. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that was weird. It's real gross to watch. Yeah, it's uh, uncomfortable. 
It is uncomfortable. And again, these are things we'll talk about at the end. Yeah. Like when we kind of dissect that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so last sacrifice. Brutal, brutal scene. Yep. And then next scene that I wrote down was the ice skating scene. The ice skating field trip. Yes. The ice skating field trip with like this Russian gym teacher. I don't know. What was he? Uh, he was Slovakian. Uh, let's just say Eastern it. European. Yes. Yeah. He's from the first movie. Um, yeah. He was, just, <laughs> he was the one Swedish caregiver. Yeah. Um, they brought him along. But yeah. Jill, we mentioned this was like, this is a risky field trip. You're, this is an actual lake. You're going. Yeah. Even just there. like. With one chaperone. Ice yeah. skating with a school group seems like an incredible liability. Even if it was inside in an arena. Because like. Ice skating is dangerous if yeah. you fall. Those are blades. So a school-sponsored trip to a frozen outdoor lake. Yeah, this was 83. With yeah. ice skates and a bunch of, like, what, 40 kids with one chaperone? Yeah. Was... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Not a good move. Pretty sure the ratio is supposed to be, like, 1 to 11 mm-hmm. these days. Not back then. No. <laughs> so we're on the lake. It was 1 to 50. <laughs> we're on the lake, and Owen's picking up, like, this this rod. And we're like, okay, that's the rod. That uh, Richard Jenkins used to push uh, the body in. Yes, yeah, so this is where he put the body in. We kind of put that together. And then the bullies come over, and Owen straight whacks this dude, 13 Reasons Why, right in the ear. Bust that ear wide open. Just splits that shit. And then you hear a bunch of screaming from across the way, and they found the body that Richard Jenkins dumped into the creek before. And I love that they cut him out, and he's still halfway in it. That's a great... That was a great effect. I love that. Han Solo. Yes. He was carbonated. Yeah. I just want to say that getting hit in the ear like that would hurt so bad. I love the split ear. I loved it. Do you guys ever wake up and, like... You've been putting like pressure on your ear while you've been sleeping, and then oh. your ear just like hurts Hurt? so bad. I don't know if I've ever had that. Sleep with your ear on your fist tonight. Oh. <laughs> Tell me how it feels. Oh, well, I get it. That's probably why I've never felt it. Uh... It's terrible. <laughs> so you like stare? You like Disney princess sleep with your hands actually touching your face? Usually That's incredible. Like no, yeah. I gotta go under the pillow. Oh my god, I throw that left arm under that pillow. My I right wake up in the middle of the night it. with no feeling in it, but... This arm is under the <laughs> pillow, and this arm is under my head. That's chaos. Wow. So they're like, this. I can't have skin touching skin, bro. I don't like it either. <laughs> Damn that skin touching skin. I feel like it, it breaks out my face, so I put it up here. Yeah, Which I can't is really. why my ear hurts so bad. You slightly choke yourself, too. Going yeah. Up. I do kind of, yeah. I can't do that. That helps my, uh... you go to sleep, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> she just chokes herself out. Yeah, my sleep apnea wires uh, really fuck me up every time. So <laughs> I do caught in the blind. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up in like a rubber band situation. It's yeah. real strange. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, splits uh, thirteen reasons why your ear it would open. Hurt, I'm just saying. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. The other thing I noticed. About the scene when they're pulling that guy out of the ice. It looks like all the kids are still there. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't they send anybody for, away. Like, the police to like bring a crane and this ice cutting thing. Bring a full dead body out of there. But let's not think to get all the impressionable middle-aged or middle school <laughs> children out of there. We hoist this dead body in yeah. front of their fucking faces. Yeah. It's the 80s. 
But yeah, it's the yeah, 80s. Yeah, it was pre-9-11. Um, the 80s. <laughs> I hope that's in every episode. I, it's pre-9-11. I, I can't remember if I've said it in every episode, but I'm, I feel like I may have. <laughs> but then again, in, in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the news station... Showed a dead body. Showed that dead swinging arm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know what it reminded me of? When uh, all those people jumped out of that building on 9-11. Jesus um, Christ. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> uh, Too soon on that one? Sorry about that. Geez. 20 years. Uh, 20 years. <laughs> just need to know when I can start making jokes about it. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Um, oh. I love that's what got you. <laughs> that's the one that got you. Red Rocket's fine. Don't you fuck with 911. He actually well, just yeah. can't find his place, so he's. Yeah. Oh, got it, got it. <laughs> Keeps making. Oh, I should have just let it go. Ooh, no. <laughs> Where was I? That's a crazy uh, guy. I don't even <laughs> know how to move on from stuff. That. Weird wild stuff. Uh, yeah. So the next scene. Oh, okay. This first bamboo. Off, they, they go back to the school and like Owen's in the principal's office. Getting in trouble. Getting in trouble. I'm like, ma'am. This child's been tortured. This this kid's been through a lot. Well, also, there's but Owen the, the never dead, told. But then I'm like, but also, we have the dead body situation. Don't you have more things to yeah, yeah talk yeah. about? Like, I mean, Owen was obviously following the snitches get stitched rule, and but you know he's getting them anyway. So why not let somebody know? I don't, I don't get it. But uh, apparently, that bitch ass uh, Thirteen Reasons Why kid just <laughs> told everybody. Yeah, yeah he, he was, just found his fourteenth reason. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Poor Hannah. Ear splits. Anyway. Uh, and then we uh, again go back to Owen talking to Abby and Owen's like hey you want to go somewhere cool takes her into this weird like rape dungeon uh, I don't know what I mean, this room is <laughs> what is this you know that's what I up thought. until this very moment didn't think about that but yeah it's very uh, rapey that whole dungeon yeah. area. it's like a basement <laughs> under the apartment complex and what we later find out with a giant hole in the wall Shawshank style just a big hole. That's, yeah, that's got Rape Dungeon written all over All over All it. the graffiti everywhere. Um, Very interesting. Yeah, I didn't think about that. And then all of a sudden, Owen gets this great idea, just out of nowhere, that he needs to do a <sighs> blood pack with Abby. <laughs> She's not, this has not come up. No. They weren't even talking about anything. He cuts his hand and is like, hey, this is cool, huh? Now, by the way, in, in all of human history, has this ever been a real thing? I see it in so many movies. But in all of human history, has there been a group of people who actually did this? Do you know what's worse? The spit packed. Oh, spit in the hand and I shake? Would, yeah, I would so much Ugh. rather you slice my hand open all and put your blood old. in my blood. Both of them are dumb. But I'm not on board with anything. Can we just... It is a very popular trope that I would absolutely never agree to. I'm not, no, no. I'm not cutting myself. No. What I'm else is amazing is that hand. like... If you've ever, you know, gotten your iron checked or anything like that, it takes a very small blade and a very small puncture mm-hmm. to get a good bit of blood out of your hand. But they right. always make it. the deepest cuts. Like, they want to cut their fucking finger like, off. Yeah. <laughs> they always, in every movie I've ever seen this done in, they need, like, stitches afterwards. Yeah. That's it, not going to heal right away. So unnecessary. I wonder how many, like... We all we've seen that in so many movies. It's like acceptable, but it's 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 a gross thing. It's like, not if, safe to be what honest. What if they had done something else? Like what could they have gotten away with? But like uh, an abortion. <laughs> Let's do an abortion pack. <laughs> we'll pass around the fetus. 
Oh God! And that's how we'll you know form our what? bond. But the nine eleven was the boundary. That was the that, that actually the... happened, according to some. Yeah, yeah. Oh Lord. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. Pass the beat is <laughs> to each other like a little Voldemort. I love that Owen is really pristine at surgery, though. He's great. Anyways. Anyway, Owen cuts his hand out of nowhere again, and you see an automatic shift in Abby's demeanor when this blood hits the floor. She starts looking down and like, just, I did not remember this scene either. It's, I say. Whoa. <laughs> it was more. It was a it was a wild one. Yeah. So she just like she just gets this thing come over her, and she just bends down. And licks, licks the blood off the, off the floor. And then looks up and looks terrifying. Yes. And then just jets. Because she's like, if I don't leave now, I'm going to eat this tiny motherfucker. And, you know, I got to say, when she dropped to the ground and licked it, I think I'd have been out at that point. No need to look <laughs> up. I, I think I... Uh, you know what? Yeah. Pack rescinded. That's Never mind. Right. Yeah. Never Not mind. the kind of friend I need. You're no, supposed to like... No pack. Cut your hand and then we put it. You don't eat it. Yeah. You must have uh, been homeschooled. No, Abby, I think not... you did it wrong. Um, <laughs> Do you know by the way, I got more. Floor? Yeah. This yeah. is the rape dungeon. Besides is... my blood? Yeah. Look at this floor, man. This is a cement is... basement. There's a hole in the wall right there. <laughs> Big enough for a body. Foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. Pretty gross. But also pretty scary her face was pretty scary that was, was yeah that was a scary scene <laughs> i didn't like it at all no 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 um now at this point she runs away and she, jumps in the tree yeah because she obviously is in a frenzy and has to feed now she's gotta eat something so she climbs up in the tree and then uh tit grab lady walks yeah. by with her dog and her boyfriend Chasing she, after him. Chasing another after fight. Him. And another fight. These he two. just starts Talk about fight. toxic relationships. Yeah, he starts his fight so he can grab her tits. Yeah. We know what's going on. But now, anyways, they walk yeah. past the tree. Abby jumps out and starts mauling this bitch's neck. And then... Abby, just like a bear, smells that menstruation and attacks that woman. Yeah. And, um, the, and then runs away. But the lady's neck has been destroyed. And then we mm-hmm. go to the hospital where... The lady's in the hospital. Yes. Cop comes, talks to the boyfriend, mm-hmm. and is like, hey, did you see this guy? Shows the picture of Richard Jenkins. Yep. He's like, oh, yeah, he lives in the apartment. And that's how they put that together. But then... Go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to let you get to this part, because this is where I had a comment. But go ahead. Okay, well, what's going on as the cop's talking to the boyfriend, in the background, you see in the hospital room with the lady who got attacked and she starts waking up and she turns over and she, you see it. She's, she starts sucking on her own arm. You saw her eyes go. She herself has turned into a vampire. She's turned into a vampire and is drinking her own blood, which doesn't make sense to me. It's very confusing. Very confusing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like drinking your own pee, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Why is it? <laughs> I mean, no, it's not like drinking your own pee. Eh, it might be like it's kind of like uh, you cut your arm off and cook it up. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, to me, it's like okay, so you drink the blood. Let's talk this out, guys. So we're gonna talk it out. <laughs> let's let's figure All right, this out. So 
I need the blood because I'm deficient in some way. I need to add to my blood level. Okay. That's what Abby's doing. But if you're drinking your own blood level, you're staying at a net zero. Is that what vampires are doing, though? I think it's just a uh, food source. So if, but if you're taking it from yourself, oh, uh, oh no, you're right about that part. That's but why I the don't... analogy makes more sense. You're like frying up your own leg. Yeah. Than. See, as a vampire, you only eat blood. As humans, we eat uh, meat, vegetables, things like that. <laughs> but so, it, it, no, it um, doesn't doesn't make sense though, because you're cutting your arm off, but your arm doesn't serve as a nutrient. Your blood is inside of you. But the okay. only way it makes sense to me is if once you turn into a vampire... I love where this is going. Let's go. <laughs> you eventually like don't need that blood anymore. Like You don't have regular blood going through your veins. So your blood's not real. Right. It's just kind of there. You don't really need it. Your heart's not beating. Or then why don't like they just eat their own blood all the time? Because con- they wouldn't keep making blood once they're a vampire. Yeah, that's gone. Because they're... But what about when she started bleeding out of her fucking face? Well, we're not there yet. One one thing to make sense at a time. So, <laughs> so I told you I had questions about yeah, this. Well, I do too. But so she's, I think your analogy is she shouldn't be drinking her own blood because she's going not getting any nourishment from it. Uh, okay. Uh, but my analogy was, is that... Uh, because what did you say? You said eating your own blood. Anyway. But <laughs> mine mine is more like if I cut off my arm, fried it up, and ate it, I'm not really doing a service to myself here. You're not doing a service up, but you won't be hungry anymore. Exactly. And that's what she's doing. She's drinking her own blood, so she won't be hungry anymore. I see. Ah, see, there we are. I see now. You know, at midnight, it, you got to talk it, these things if through. If it's a hunger thing, that makes sense. Yeah. Which it seems to Which me is what's happening. Which it seems to be now. Because okay. every way Abby acts when she's... She's hungry. She's hangry. Yeah. She needs a Snickers. I'm the same way. Yeah. yeah. I'll jump up a tree and eat somebody. It happens. <laughs> it happens to us all. Anyway, so she's eating her arm. Yeah, yeah, so she's in the background eating her arm. But no one knows it. And the nurse goes in and then, like, turns... Opens the blinds. The sun comes in. Oh, she starts burning. And then mm-hmm. the nurse turns, sees that she was, she was sucking her arm and now is burning she just a fireball yeah she turns into a fire and the nurse god bless her oh. runs over to try to help yep i'm like that's a real that's a true nurse and, and just and just can't... first of all on so can you imagine things. having the reflexes like that because if i saw someone spontaneously combust <laughs> i don't know if i'd be doing anything <laughs> at that point no yeah. just no, no, watching no. yeah running the other way but also yeah. was that nurse just soaked in kerosene because just why did she right away. immediately become, just by, like, touching with her hand. Spontaneous yeah. combustion flames are different. Yeah, them vampire just, flames are wild. She different just, flames. like, her whole body Not only did she just catch on fire immediately, but died immediately, too. Yeah. <laughs> she just falls in the ground. Yeah. For absolutely no reason. R. If R. you P. stick your hand into a fire, you're going to get burned real bad. But you is... will not burst into flame over no. your entire body. But that... Magic. That's thing. incredible. Just to have watched that happen would have been astounding. But this leads me to my question. Is Richard Jenkins killing these people because when Abby bites them, she turns them into vampires? 
And we don't need a world full of vampires running around. Well, I assume well, she the broke, only reason. She broke the one the workout dude's neck. Killed him. Right. And he didn't come back. No, they dumped him in the water. But crazy. all she did was bite uh, Titty Graph. Right. Yeah. So and I think Titty, if you but she could just kill them. Sucking their blood to the point where they die, mm. then they don't become a vampire because they're dead. Okay. But Titty Grab Lady didn't, didn't die. die. Right. So it kind of so she could just kill belittles them. the point. She could just be killing these people herself. Yeah, but that run. leads to my question. Ooh. Oh. Which is why does she let her partners age? Why don't they become a vampire couple, you say? Yes. That's a great question, Jill. Maybe she thinks it's not a life worth living. We've already established. But she makes them live it with her. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not the like life they, got... they live is not worth living. No, she's got the better deal. Yeah. This, this goes to my overall question about Abby. Selfish till the end. Yeah. Very selfish person, Abby. Uh... Be, and if we're, Richard Jenkins proves anything, it's just, she has no empathy, it doesn't seem like, if this is what you're doing. But she has some empathy, for sure. She Which is what confuses, it. I think where I get confused in this movie, is, okay, you can't have all this empathy and do all these bad things to people. Not even bad to people, to Richard Jenkins. Because he is loyal to her to a fault. And I believe in the very next scene, uh, when Owen visits her, we find out uh, that she and Richard were together since they were children. Correct? Mm-hmm. Blaine? I think so. Okay. So you want to... I guess we can pick up from there? Yeah, so... Also, a couple times when they've... Owen's had her come into his apartment... She asks, you have to say, I can come in. Oh, that's right. The, the titular title of this movie. You have, yeah. to, you have to say, I can come in. Mm-hmm. You have to, okay, you can come in for whatever reason. Yep. Um, but anyways, they do it again at her apartment. It's more so cute more when Owen so does cute. it. Yeah. And then he finds this like photo booth picture of her and some kid. And then obviously the wheels are turning in Owen's head. And we all, okay. That's Richard Jenkins. She hasn't aged. She just says, I'm 12, but I've been 12 for a very long time. Yeah. Okay. She got turned into a vampire when she was 12. Hasn't aged. Been using this dude. She had a, probably the same situation with Owen that she had with this guy way back then. Yep. Um, and then he's just been helping her out all these years. And now he's gone. And now Owen's the new Richard Jenkins. The new Heather. What's that? He's the new Heather. He is the new Heather. The new Heather. So, (laughs) we put all that together. Mm -hmm. And then, next notable scene that I had um, was he... Well... Uh, he sees the picture and he leaves. He leaves. And he's he's obviously kind of messed up about it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we see that the police officer is starting to put things together, yeah, and he, he uh, comes to you know he's coming to the conclusion where Richard Jenkins lives. But yeah. before that, uh, 
uh, Abby wants to make amends with Owen. Comes to the, his apartment. Yes. He doesn't give her permission. And she walks in without permission. And then she's just kind of standing there, and then she starts bleeding out of her face and onto the floor and looks terrifying. Even more terrifying than when she licked the blood up, to be honest. It looks, it looks terrifying. And then he's finally like, oh, you can come in, you can come in, you can come in. And then she stops bleeding, and she's like, I don't know what the fuck that is, but I just know what happens. And which leads me to the question. What a hard way to find that out. Which leads me to the question. like, how long did it take her to figure out that all they had to say was, you can come in? Yeah. Like, how did she figure this rule out? Like, everywhere many, she walked into, she's like, fuck, it's happening again. How many other things did she try Say, you're welcome. I don't know. Yeah. Say something. Why am I bleeding from every orifice? Yeah. yeah. There had to be some trial and error with that one. Yeah. Probably took a real long time. <laughs> oh, you have to ask. <sighs> you know what? I That's bet there was is. a flashback scene and a montage of Richard Jenkins as a kid going to the library and reading about everything about vampires and putting it together. Yeah. That's what I imagine. Yeah. A little <laughs> yep. fat kid with the library. The it. That's okay. what we needed. Again, we didn't have to put any uh, labels on him. Yeah, no, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> he didn't. You know what? He seemed like a normal kid in that picture. Well, he had diabetes. Um, okay. I'm just kidding. By the way, that was Great Depression era. You know what I mean? It was. How? Even more depressing. <laughs> but I bet she ate well. I mean, there was a lot more people than there That's was food true. back then. That's so. True. Dust Bowl didn't get the blood, no. But also, who's to say that Richard is the first? Exactly. I was wondering. In this line wonder, of men. Yeah, like, that was going to be my question for the end of this movie. Sorry. No, no. You're, How old is she? Yeah. I wish they would have said. Uh, yeah, but so we got a bloody face. How'd she figure out the let me in thing? I'll never know, and I'll get it. Um, so then we go back to her apartment. Mm-hmm. The next big scene. Yes. And the cops coming around, knocking on the door. He's got his gun out. He's like, "Okay, this is the place. This is where Richard Jenkins lived. We need to figure out who attacked this lady. I think there's someone in here." Mm-hmm. Kicks open the door. Owen's in there. He's hiding. We don't know where Abby is. We assume she she left a note saying that she's in the bathroom. Don't open the door or something like that. Yeah, exactly. And we see all, like, this cardboard up on the window. She's like, okay. We know that other lady got burned. Abby can't be in sunlight. Nope. nope. And the cops find all these old wallets from the people that Richard Jenkins murdered. And then he goes into the bathroom. In the bathtub, there's a bunch of blankets. And he starts undoing them. Undoing them. It's like a Russian nesting doll of blankets. (laughs) And then there's Abby laying in the bathtub, I guess, Trying to stay out of sunlight. Yeah. Well, she's got to catch up on that rest. And she's got yeah. to sleep, you know. Um, and then the cop pulls open, pulls off some of the cardboard from the window, burns Abby's leg. Owen pops up. Hey! Almost gets shot for sure. Yeah, almost a dead kid here. Yeah. Abby jumps on the cop and starts eating him. And then... You get this real sad scene. The cops laying there all bloody, and he's like reaching, reaching for Owen. And Owen walks up and just reaches his hand out, and just grabs the doorknob and closes the door. Like, yeah, sorry, bro. Got to do it. Got to do it. Got to close this door, man. That's my girlfriend. I like her. We're going steady. <laughs> um, 
By the way, since we're finally ending the officer here, do you know who played that officer? Could you place his face? No, he looks very familiar. Oh, you're going to love this. That was uh, fucking Casey Jones from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yes, it was. Casey goddamn Jones. Golly. Elias Coteus. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I was trying to figure out how I knew him for that whole movie. There you go. Casey goddamn Jones. Mind blown. Yeah. Um, it was wild. I was like, well, you know, we all age differently. <laughs> there we go. Well, anyways. Yeah. She kills Casey Jones uh, yep. pretty horrifically and then comes out of the bathroom covered in blood and then hugs Owen and then goes in for their first kiss. Oh, like, this. Uh, I wish. I, I didn't like this at all. No. I wish our first kiss wouldn't have been. You covered in that cop's blood, and, and it's all now all over it my all face. Over his face. I didn't need this in my life. Oh man, oh. I don't need to see twelve-year-olds kiss on the mouth ever. Not comfortable. By yeah, the not way. comfortable. No, nah. But I did have to look it up. They were both nineteen years old in this movie. No, 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 they <laughs> no, no. no way. That kid weighed eighty-three pounds <laughs> at the most. That kid might be nineteen years old now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Owen knows he's uh, he's in a bad situation now. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. in love with a monster. Calls his dad. His dad basically Lady Gaga said it better. Um, <laughs> and then next big scene, we're back at fucking school or at the pool. We're apparently at night school. Night pool. Um, <laughs> night pool. Yeah. Um, and this is the big moment. The bullies. Start a fire to get everyone out of the pool and then go bully him some more. And I mean, not just bully him. The bullies, They're going to do a near homicide on this Yeah, the child. bully's older brother is trying to get back for the earwag. It's holding Owen underwater. It says for three minutes. We've also yeah. seen that the older brother is the reason... That thirteen reasons why acts this fucking way. Yeah, yeah he's and I gotta tell you, also a sociopath. I feel so bad. I, you know, I totally get why he's the way he is. I, I feel really bad for him. <sighs> I mean, I don't think you know, given the life he's had, I get why he does what he does. Oh yeah, a little, little noogies from his older brother. I was um, actually more so trying to drive Jill up a wall. Me. Yeah, I was trying uh, to drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. Gonna give the opposite reaction I had on that, but oh, yeah. it's okay. Jill got it, I, I and uh, it's fine. I felt some sarcasm. I, I was just, there. I was there the whole time. I knew yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> it's fine. It's midnight. We, uh, you know, if certain things don't land. We'll we'll make it work. So, <laughs> Owen's being held underwater. This is from the, the camera. Well, they have. The, first of all, they have this very elaborate plan that they've worked out where they're gonna set a fire in a dumpster. Which I believe is a crime. And then they are going to lock the door. And then at that point, almost kill this child. Um, yeah, so. Three minutes is a long time to be held underwater. So he's holding mm. them up underwater. And probably, I would argue, one of the better scenes in horror movies I've seen. I love this it's ending so scene. Cool. It's and, an yeah. incredible scene. Yeah. And. Well, first, after about a minute, 13 Reasons Why is like, come on, man, let him up. So you're like, 
oh now 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 you've had too much and then you just see like these waves go across the pool like a boat almost going (laughs) over his head Someone's then, skiing in the pool. Yeah, skiing. You just see these wakes go through, and then a head drops into the water and gets pulled. And then <sighs> there's a bunch of blood everywhere. And you're like, "There's some shit going on up above this water right now." But they do. You yeah. don't see it. It's all from Owen's point of view underwater, or not his point of view, but from underwater. Yeah. And then he gets out of the pool, and then all blood's the blue, all in the pool. Yeah. All the blues are dead. And then you see her bloody feet come up. And pick him up. Yes. And we know at that point, Abby and her are going to be together because the next scene we see is on a train. On a train. Just Owen. Off to Hogwarts. Yep. Once again. Anything from the trolleys, dear? <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, so Owen's on a train. He's got a big chest for, like, luggage. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I thought you meant he was bulking up. Uh. <laughs> he got implants. It's a very odd thing they added Just to this movie. Just peck implants. Yeah. <laughs> no, tits. Like actual tits. Like Abby uh, told him, look, we can be together, but you've got to do something about you, this. you yeah. got to gain some weight. Um, and then you hear a knock on the chest, and then he's doing Morse, Morse code. code with Abby, who's obviously trying to stay out of the sun in this box. I don't know where they're going. How they have money. I don't know what's up. Yep. But we now understand that this is going to be Owen's life until the day he dies. He's going to be Richard Which, Jenkins. Yes. Yeah. Which is very depressing. <laughs> it's, it, you know, it's a sad ending, to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of questions. And that's how the movie ends. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. So before we get into our awards and scoring categories we got to flush some things out we, we got to really put the pieces together on this. yes yeah. mm-hmm. yes okay so first off was richard jenkins banging this girl was this a sexual relationship at any point i don't think here's my theory because i'm not staying around for that long no 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 no, no. um i feel like that uh, Abby's not sexual at all. Maybe when they were children? I don't know. It's hard to say. That's what I don't know. Yeah, I I get it. I really feel like it was just... This might have been the first girl he ever liked, and this was pretty much all he knew, and he just stayed with her. I get it. I get it, but Mm -hmm. like... With with Owen, like they they've kissed, obviously. Um, yep. So I was just like, but mentally she's she's twelve. Well, no, uh, mentally she's however old, <laughs> but physically she's twelve. Dumbass Abby. Well, no, like mentally she's she's some sort of twelve because she, the way she acts. Do you think she acts immature? No, but I mean, like, she, I mean, she acts like a 12 year old. Like, she's playing Rubik's Cube. She went to the arcade. She's mm-hmm. talking to another 12 year old. She's not, like, yeah. smoking Marlboros and drinking Cosmos. Which like, she should be. Um, yeah, so she's nothing like. But she loves Romeo and Juliet. She loves puzzles, you know? Probably because Romeo and Juliet came out when she was a uh, kid. Yeah. <laughs> a real kid. Yeah. 
Um, loves, I mean, puzzles. That's it's not really an like adults play puzzles, but or do puzzles. What's that? Children also <laughs> do puzzles. I wouldn't put that in the category of this is an adult. I'm torn on this as well because it does seem like it seems like she she gravitates toward other twelve year olds. Because here, because if I may, I wonder if this is a pattern of behavior from her, where she understands that she has to groom young people to eventually take over this task. The grooming. Yes. Is when she first met Owen, was this all set in her head that this man's getting old? I need some new blood up in here, literally and figuratively. And she picked Owen and basically did everything she needed to to get him to be infatuated with her and then owe her because she killed those bullies for him that were going to kill him. Yes. That could check out, but you picked the most worthless physical specimen. You could could you imagine Owen trying to hoist a grown body up a tree? No, 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 no. What's no. he gonna do for like twelve years? Not much, but not much. But that might be all she knows. And you know, if you're a tr- if you're eternally twelve, unless she finds you a real gross dude. Uh, no one's gonna be infatuated with you for a very uh, long time. Vla- Vladimir Nabokov. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Yeah. Oh, Lolita. Okay. He wrote that. That'd be his jam. <laughs> yeah, maybe he was first, and then. <laughs> um, I don't know because she also looks like she's kind of playing Richard Jenkins, physical with physical touch. She is at I... moments, which makes you think: Ugh. Were they ever sexual, or ever maybe. something like that? Because Richard Jenkins' so character odd. feels frustrated. He's frustrated, but also he is feels like he's just indebted to her. Like this is just what I have to do, you know. I guess. I mean, I don't. I mean, I know the grooming thing is a whole different psychological thing, but like, yeah. Because I mean, if you're eternally twelve, you've got to get somebody that's going to be in it for a long run, so you ain't got to fucking worry about it, I guess. And she's like, well. There's this kid, you know. Maybe she lets him like, "Hey, go have an, go have sex with people." I You're really care. stuck on the sex part of it. I, I don't know. I'm uh, just saying, like, it. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't. It's know. a question. I don't see how it's Owen a real would make question. It, make it through his teenage years. I'm. I well, I think she probably does. Probably does. But that's so weird. It would be for not her, I guess. It was, you know what I mean. Like that's, it's weird for not her. But I feel like she's three hundred years old. Yeah, also twelve. Or even she's sixty. You know, she just looks twelve. We've all seen those sixty-year-olds look twelve. But um. <laughs> I mean, the question: her body is frozen at 12. at twelve. Yeah. Yeah. So like, she wouldn't be having. A lot of those urges or feelings. Or pleasurable, let's be honest. I don't know. Anyways. It's got to be not fun for her. But, but that was my thought. I was like, is she doing all of this this whole time for this 
end result. That makes sense. So does it even cross her mind? I don't know. Because the way she treats Richard Jenkins She knows is, she can use it. Yeah. But I don't know if she's actually interested in it. Well, I mean, we all see what the end result is. She has no feelings for Richard Jenkins, really. Because I feel like she's using that moment I, in the kitchen. And then maybe she feels something she at the hospital. She obviously feels something at the hospital. But I think she feels it because she knows, oh, well, this is over. Well, this is ending. I got Owen. Yeah. Small. She's like, I, you know, this is um, over now. She's, you know, it's kind of a silent, like, thanks for your service. <laughs> yeah. Here's a, a gold watch. Here's a coupon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the other one, the other question I had was what Jill was talking about earlier, or what we brought up was why she didn't just kill things her own. Yeah, it seems weird that she needs a, a middleman for any of this. That's I agree with Jill. That's completely capable of doing this stuff on You're her own. You're a whole-ass monster. <laughs> a very strong, capable monster. Maybe, uh, maybe she just needs like someone to rent cars for her because she's too young-looking. But although she get, called that cab at the end of the movie. I can't get a lease. I'm 12. <laughs> They're not gonna give it to me. I have no ID. Um, yeah. yeah, maybe that's what it's for. But then again, he's twelve too. It's gonna be years before that can pay. You know, cash in. Yeah, it's gonna be real weird for them for a while. I mean, I'm again. I'm sure no one thought this through when it happened, but uh, they are fair questions for sure. It's tough. They're very it's tough. Fair. Yeah, and, and if the... it's a companionship thing. Why doesn't she bite them and freeze them? That's a great question. Eternally 12 also. Agreed. I Make would... it a team effort at that point. Yeah. Like just two badass 12 years? Go out and hunt together. Yeah. Scary. Um, hunting pedophiles. Get it both ways. That's, there you go. That's the one. That's what they ought to be doing. They that's our be... new That's our new graphic novel series. Yes. A gang of vampire Oh Owen Abbey, comma, vampire, comma, pedophile hunters. <laughs> Commas are important. You don't you love a comma in a title Vampire or something? Pe- yeah, ah, comma. So it tells you that none of these people are worth rooting for, because with just a yeah. little extra effort, yeah. you just you don't gotta kill innocent don't people kill all the time. People. Yeah, didn't think it through. These guys mm. didn't really think it through. No. And then but, my other eternal question is just how she figured out the permission. But like you said, a research thing. Perhaps. Sure, sure. She's. I'm glad we're gonna take my idea into canon on this. That he went to the library and looked. She can't be the only one. No, no. And my last question about this was, who's the asshole that turned her into a vampire? Thanks for all your assistance. Some pedophile. You know what? He was the vampire pedophile we need to talk about. (laughs) She. Yeah. Holy shit. And then that's how why she's after pedophiles now. In I our graphic we, novel, not, I think we got a story. We might not be able to. We not might not be able to play this episode until we write it. Yeah, but we, we'll we'll get there. Please disregard. We have some ideas. Trademark <laughs> already, so don't even try. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that covers our questions, and that's the uh, recap. We will now go to our awards. Okay. So if y'all are ready, Jill, we will start off with our dumb bitch award. 
Who in this movie just made some dumbass decisions? Who was that dumb bitch? Y'all might not like this. Oh, okay. But my dumb bitch was Richard Jenkins for dedicating his life <laughs> to killing people for this fucking 12-year-old. You know what, Jill? I 100% agree, and that was also <laughs> my dumb bitch award. No shit. Oh. What an idiot. And, like, maybe he's afraid, like, or he was afraid at some point, if I back out or if I say no, she's going to kill me too. Very possible. But Very surely true. that's better than this life that you're than living. Than what's going on. Yeah. Like, and I don't think that's what happened. Because you could see Owen. Owen's like, I'm not scared she's going to hurt me. Right. I like her. But yeah. like, yeah, I had schoolboy crushes too. Yeah, I had crushes in middle school. And then school. I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? She kind of sucks. Yeah. Let me find someone a little more well-rounded. I don't know if literally anyone in middle school that I had a crush on had been like, hey, can you kill this guy for me? I'd have been like, ooh. Probably not. Or the minute they drop down and lick the blood off the floor. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to see other people. That's a real issue. I don't know if I want to continue this friendship. Oh, no. Okay, literally my dumb bitch, and I wrote this down verbatim. Controversial decision. Richard Jenkins. <laughs> uh, well, you heard it here. That's a slam dunk. That's the we found the dumbest bitch in this movie. Apparently yeah. not controversial at all. No, I really thought you were going to be like, oh. I don't dumb. think we've ever given. I don't think we've ever done a across the board dumb bitch before. I don't think so. There's always plenty to go around, but he seems the dumbest in this movie. Congratulations, oh, yeah. man. You Holy idiot. Shit. And again, still I think the best character in this movie, to be honest. You know what? I don't even think... Does he even have an own camera speaking part? Yeah. 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 Don't see him, that boy again. Yeah, he says, oh. you like that boy, don't you? I don't want you to see that boy anymore. Mm-hmm. No. In a, but, in a weird but way. He, but he gives he gives a lot non-verbally. I, he does a great yeah. job. Does great. Super creepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super. Well, you can just feel his exhaustion. <laughs> yes. Well done. And I've never, you know, he's in a horror movie. I don't know, I think I've ever felt that bad for a person <laughs> ever in a horror movie. Pretty bad. He's got a rough two weeks. Um, all right. So that takes us to our... In a rough 60 years before that. Yeah. <laughs> that takes us to our Creep Show Award. So this is that creepy moment. What gave you the willies in this movie, Jill? Creep Show. There aren't really any points where Abby's character actually really creeps me out. So my Creep Show Award is actually the hospital scene where you first see the girl start to move in the background because she's not the focus of the scene. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just in the background. I think we've established in other episodes how much I hate this and how much it creeps me out. stuff. Yes. If you just like, Mm -hmm. it's just there for you to notice. Mm -hmm. And then you notice it and it's that feeling that they've been watching you longer than you've been watching them. Yes. And it's horrifying. So she starts to move around and you start to be like, oh God, she's awake. Mm -hmm. Something's going on. That's my creep show moment. That's a good one. That is a good one. Andrew, what you got? My creep show, uh, and it's super subtle, but I just loved it so much. Because sometimes in horror movies, the subtlety is what gets you. I love this I- the idea of 
him slightly hearing something and turning around and just seeing this person standing on the jungle gym. I thought that was super creepy. Oh, when she's standing. In the yeah, when gym? she's just standing like there the staring scene. at him. Yes. Yeah. See, yeah. I thought that was a good use of that whole situation. I was like, God damn, that would be creepy. Just some random fucking person no staring shoes. at me. <laughs> no shoes. Yeah, no shoes. Staring at me in silence. That'd be. Mm, that's a lot. So that was mine. That's a good one too. I have minor. I have a tie, if that's allowed. So the first one, absolutely not. No, fucking show. Do you think this? Uh, is, no, I'm <laughs> kidding. Go, 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 go. First, I one love was a tie. When we cut to him wearing uh, the Owen wearing that mask with the butcher's knife, just saying, you scared little girl. Because that really was creepy. At that point, we didn't know. <laughs> no, we didn't know what was going on. I certainly didn't remember that from the first time I saw Stop it. No. no. I was like, ah. Yeah. Like, are we watching Halloween? Mm-hmm. What the yeah. fuck is this? Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. And then the what other is he going to grow up to be? The other one was just her dropping down and licking that blood off the ground. Uh, yeah. And then looking up all hideous. And told him to go away. Yeah. Which he did not follow. Which is wild. But you know me. what? Good for her for getting out of there. Yeah. You know, she's like, hey. you need to leave. Well, you're not leaving. I need to go. I know what my boundaries are. I'm going to eat you. <laughs> yeah. All right. So mm-hmm. how did this make the final cut? Our last award. What point of this movie were you just like, what? How did that make its way into this film? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jill, did you have a moment? There weren't many in this movie. I'm with you on that. Yeah. There's not a lot of unnecessary scenes. The one that sticks out to me is when he calls his dad in that whole phone conversation. Mm -hmm. That, to me, kind of fell out of place with the rest of the movie because, like, we know his parents are not together, obviously. Mm -hmm. We've heard his mom argue with the dad over the phone. So, like, we know things aren't great there. That whole conversation, like, it seems to serve to the point of saying, like, things are bad between these parents. And he doesn't have a great relationship with his dad. But I feel like the whole rest of the movie establishes that. So, like, and the that's only a weird pur- scene to me. Yeah, the <clears throat> only purpose I can even think of is to establish that uh, he's going to walk away from this. You know, what's he missing? That's but what, That's what I got. It, it's a big leap to do that with that long scene like right. that. And yeah. I think we already get that based on the fact that yeah. it's been two weeks and we haven't heard from or seen the dad. Yeah. Longer than two weeks because... Even after Richard Jenkins died. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, we've gone, like, what, a month? Mm-hmm. Without seeing or hearing from his dad? We get it. He's not in the picture. Not a great guy. Mom's uh, kind of a drunk. Uh, That's what it seems to be. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the phone call just to be like, do you believe in evil? And his dad to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? And with all credence to his dad, I'd probably say the same thing. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Son, I gotta go. It's 3 a.m. <laughs> not talking about evil with you. His dad has no idea what's going on. It just seemed so strange. Yeah, it was real weird. Real weird. Yeah, that's a good one. Andrew? Uh, oh, I hadn't gone yet. Um, wow. So <laughs> my final cut goes back to, like Jill said, there weren't, there wasn't much for me. I felt like the people really took this concept seriously and did a lot with it. Uh, but mine, the one I wrote down was, how much Sweden invaded this movie <laughs> and the fact that this Olympic pool indoors 
and the ice skating ring was from the original movie. But it was like, we don't really know how to write this in a way that it would make sense. So we're just going to continue to use the same thing. I don't know what they could have done better, but I just wish someone would have said, uh, we probably don't need this ice skating scene. We could probably make that something else. And what would they have done inside the pool? Like a, a baseball field? A baseball field. And uh, they were pushing his face in the mound. <laughs> and <laughs> a baseball bat comes out of nowhere. And, uh, Just shoving a bat down his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> shoving a bat down his mouth. Uh, she throws a fastball at 300 miles an hour. <laughs> oh, man. That would have been awesome. <laughs> you know what? Just blast them. This is going in the comic book. <laughs> this is in there. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, I can see it now. <laughs> yeah, just a exploding head. illustration. Yeah, you know who already wrote vampires on baseball? Twilight. <laughs> Stephanie <laughs> Meyer. Were those goddamn vampires playing baseball? <laughs> they the did. They had a forty-five minute baseball scene in one of those movies. God damn, that was so stupid. <laughs> but I'm not breaking that movie down right now. Can I tell you? I, Holy shit! Though. I saw the first one at a pure just. They played baseball in the first one. That's the it one. was in the first one. Yeah. yeah. Goddamn, don't remember that. Anyway, <laughs> I really don't. Well, in all fairness, I don't know how long I lasted in that first one. Because I remember being excited because I was like, oh, I kind of want to see what this is about. And man, it started. And not long <laughs> after that, I was really done with it. Um, and then I was forced to go to the midnight showing for the second one. Very angry. Uh, went with my sister. Shout out to her for her fucking <laughs> terrible taste in movies. And... <laughs> I literally maybe 10 minutes into that, I was like, would you be upset if I left? <laughs> Just <laughs> left right now. No, they're horse shit. They're absolutely sure. terrible. One of my greatest joys in life is making Blade watch those movies. Just let me know what night that is, and I don't have to come up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway. Okay. Okay. Scooby. Scooby's here. <laughs> um, my final cut is the littering. At the very beginning. I, know, I mean, I know that we're establishing that he eats now and laters, but <laughs> he could have thrown them into a trash can. It's a weird touch. It's a, you know, but, Why, you know. What is his obsession with now and laters? Is this a necessary, like, character there, trait? There was a deleted scene where, uh, when Richard Jenkins is in the library searching up vampires, <laughs> his great-grandfather invented now and laters and, uh, <laughs> in that same library. In the, in the library. Yeah, he invented a now and later. In the basement of the library. Yeah. Is there like a metaphor to the now and laters? Like, you're going to work for her now and you're going to work for <laughs> yeah. her later. You're going to work now and a later. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was just to establish that she can't eat human food. Oh, what a terrible way to do that. Seems like that could have been a one-off candy scene. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Exactly. He eats litters and sings the theme throughout the whole thing. Are we missing a metaphor here? That's what I kept thinking. I was like, uh, are we, is there something I need to know about these now and laters? But really, nothing ever pays off. So. Let's take some callers. What do you guys think? Yeah. <laughs> Call 1-800-WHAT'S-GOING-ON. <laughs> hey, you know, so I never thought the now and later thing was a... Uh... An analogy for the towards... last for the last two weeks, I've done nothing but research. Uh, now. I, I really think it was an allegory to nine eleven. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. we remember it now, uh -huh, remember uh -huh. it later, and uh, yes, sir. Uh, I'll take your. Do you have a Reddit thread we can look at? Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, it, it's actually on the uh, the new Trump site. Do you do you, do you do you enjoy Joe Rogan? Uh, 
Uh, obviously. All right. Uh, take it easy. Have a great day. Um, I'll take, uh, I'll listen to your comments. <laughs> nope, off nope. Hung up the phone. Take it easy. <laughs> Boy, that guy. <laughs> I hate that guy. <laughs> uh, that was Felix from Arkansas. <laughs> what a snowy New Mexico. A snowy, snowy, snowy uh, Arizona. And <laughs> really, I kind of felt dumb because I was like, I mean, I guess if it's mountainy, eh, it's going to snow there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my geographic history for the day. It's got to um, be cool. I mean, that whole region is strange. Like, like so Tahoe. Why, like, there's snow. Yeah. That's probably why the aliens landed there, to be honest. It's got it all. It's, you know what? It's got it all. Got everything you need. Well, that wraps up our final mm-hmm. cut. I don't like littering, so... There. Oh, maybe yeah, maybe that was your answer. Yeah. Maybe the overarching thing should have been the now and later's altogether. But I really wanted to focus on littering, you know, uh-huh, global uh-huh. warming and all. Um, well, you know, it was pre nine eleven. So uh <laughs> <laughs> So uh we will now go to our scoring categories. We will give our scores as we do with every movie in this tournament. Mm-hmm. So we will start with our scare factor. Jillian Give me a score, one to five. How scary was this movie? How scary did you find this movie? I give this movie a two. Love that. <laughs> on the scare scale. A two from Jill. All right. You just no I explanation. Just you just you don't scary. think it's that scary? No, I don't. I mean, there's not like not a lot of jump scares. Obviously, it's like got a creepy tone to it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To me, the creepier tone is just like the twelve-year-olds, the relationship with this old guy <laughs> and the twelve-year-old, and like what's happening there, and it's just more like indie weird than scary to me. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah, Andrew. Um. Well, I'm trying to think. I gave Sleepaway Camp a five. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember, but I do I not did. think you gave it a five. If scary. I did, I I was really in a bad scary. place. Yeah. I was really in a bad place. <laughs> um, first one. I mean, there were great creepy moments in this, but was I scared? No. I mean, a two seems fair. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you guys. This was... I was probably more scared watching The Shining, and I've seen that a hundred times. So Yeah, this one didn't go for scare, I don't think. No, uh, no, no. This was definitely more... I think in our next category. So I'll give it a two as well. But moving on to suspense, I think we get a little more suspense than scare from this movie, even starting from the jump. So Jill, Mm -hmm. suspense. Even with suspense, I still wouldn't go more than a three. So you want to go with a three? I'll go with a three. Yeah. Absolutely not a one. <laughs> I, would just, I just I would wouldn't go more. more than a three. Yeah, but I'm going to give it a one. You didn't listen because <laughs> I had a lot of questions, mm-hmm. but there weren't a lot of points where I was like, the only points where I felt stressed out is when poor Richard Jenkins is trying to kill people. Where I was like, yeah. ugh, what is about to happen? He's in this back seat. Ooh, the back seat. That's, yeah, that was a okay, Andrew. <laughs> Andrew, what is your score? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, no need to elaborate. Yeah. Continue. Please, yeah, you can continue. No, I'm done. Okay, Andrew, what's your score? <laughs> I thought you had something because you said all oh, the backseat. 
and then paused and then said Andrew. <laughs> so I was waiting for you to say something. You know what? That wasn't very seamless. But I agree with you, Jill. <laughs> we'll go back. We'll, we'll go back. <laughs> the, the Have you back... been drinking old fashions? <laughs> oh, Lord. The back seat... Are those bitters getting to you? The back seat was super stressful. The whole car scene. I found myself really... Because um... I didn't remember it either. I didn't remember it. At all. Yeah. I guess it has been 11 years since I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, it's been a minute, um, so. But anyways. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I apologize. <laughs> Andrew, you can now give your score. Oh, okay. Well, suspense, I would probably give it a, I think it was pretty, and again, this is because I haven't seen it in a while, so it's probably a little more suspenseful, but I give it a four. I thought it was decent. I, I really didn't know what was going to happen from one minute to the next. I remembered the pool scene. And I remember how the movie ends, but the rest of it didn't really remember it that well. So I was pretty suspensed through the whole thing. I also gave it a four. Okay. For similar reasons and mm-hmm. the backseat that I messed up with earlier. You um now how'd you feel about the backseat? <laughs> I was worried. Oh you know? perplexed. I, I was I didn't like the the trash bag. So you're saying at first you were afraid. If not petrified. I was afraid. 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 Were you afraid? Yeah. I didn't know what was going to happen. And then you, you keep throwing in these extra elements. First, it's the the new guy. Then it's the the gas station. It was a great buildup. It really was. They, they built it up. And then there was a fucking car crash. And a chaotic that car, car crash. That car crash was, from what I could tell, one take and all filmed from the backseat. And that was... That's just that's a great it was, scene. It was I did really enjoy solid. the cinematography of that scene. Yeah, it was solid. So mm-hmm. I give it a four as well. So that takes us to our plot slash characters. Jill, what do you think of the plot? Was it good? Was it bad? Was it good? <laughs> How about the characters? It's late for us guys. <laughs> Were they good? Were they bad? I give this movie a four. A four. Because mm-hmm. I feel like. The plot left left us with a lot of questions. We talked about them. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. aired those questions out, I feel like. We could do another hour on them if you want. Then, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but I do feel like the characters are pretty well established. Like, the only character I have so many more questions about is Abby. Yeah. We're left wondering. It's, we are it, left. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I will still s- am wondering... Who is the protagonist of this movie? I don't know if we had one. I root the... for nobody. I mean, I mean, I kind of root for Owen. I, I, yeah, I guess so. I kind of do. Um, I don't think Abby is a good person at all. Well, she's she's not a girl. Well, anymore. I don't think that Owen is a good person. No, he straight well, ghosted that cop as he's getting eaten. He did. He yeah, did. we've established that he's going to take Richard's place and mm-hmm. that he knows she's a murderer and he's willing to put up with it because of this crush. Because she's kind of cute. She's she's pretty. You know, I think she's hundreds of years old based on her toys. Those did look like some uh, straight out of Renaissance period toys, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Those were old. By the way, just because I have to know... Oh, Richard Jenkins is credited in the movie as the father. Hmm. 
Interesting. Okay. Mr. 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 Abby. <laughs> Mr. Abby. Because I felt bad that we're just calling him by his actor name. But, I mean, really, that's all he was. <laughs> Richard Jenkins. <laughs> all right. Andrew, what's your plot character score? I, I really think this is a good story. I mean, plot-wise, I like where it goes. And, I mean, for me, there are only three characters in this movie. Everybody else is very subpar. And, I mean, the bullies are kind of important, but... You know, I don't really care about anybody but Owen, Richard Jenkins, and Abby. And out of that, probably Richard Jenkins is my favorite. So for plot and character, I'll give this a four. All right. Yeah. I have a three written down. Oh, wow. Uh, just because I had so many questions. But maybe that shouldn't be a demerit. But I think it's a solid three. Um, mm-hmm. I got no other explanations for it. You know, I just feel, I just feel three. Okay. I think what you guys brought up was solid. Mm -hmm. I agree. Just a little less. Just stick with your answer. So I'm going with a three. Yeah. So that brings us to acting. So we're talking about how quality the performances were. were. What is happening? We are winding down folks. (laughs) A third. (laughs) <laughs> Were you how good the uh, the acting was? I will also give the acting a four. Look out! All okay. right, all because right. I mean, so much like we said, so much goes unsaid, mm-hmm. and that speaks a lot. Very true. I mean, very true. They were able to establish a lot with very few lines. This is probably a really short script if you were to look at it. Yeah. Fair enough. Because there's not a lot of conversations happening, but we get how everyone is feeling the whole time. There's not a lot of major dialogue or monologues in this movie either. It's just... No. It's just a real back and forth kind of movie. But it makes you feel something the whole time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Andrew? Uh, For uh, Acting. acting, I mean, the scene where at the hospital window alone, that, that's a great scene. Um, but overall, I thought uh, Owen was great. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz is always a great actress. Uh, and Richard Jenkins killed it. I'm going to have to give it a four. I thought this was a real good acting movie. I agree with all of you guys. I also gave it a four. Mm-hmm. And that hospital scene... It was great. And like yeah. Jill said, there was not a lot of talking, but mm-hmm. the I, message came through. I felt the emotion in every scene exactly how I think it was intended, even without a lot of exposition. Yep. Um, and I think that goes, maybe this kid will get an Oscar. Like you said, he's quality. I usually quality hate, actor. I usually hate child actors and yeah. both of them do great. Um, both great kid actors. So I'm, I'm giving it a four as well. So that takes us to our last one, which is entertainment value. And that's just, how entertaining was it? Did you have a good time? Would you watch it again? Would you recommend it? Where's it at? One to five. Jill. This is where I drop back down to a three. Mm. 
Okay. Because I don't... This is obviously a horror movie. But it's not what I'm looking for in a horror mm-hmm. movie. I gotcha. It's more like the Russian novel version of a horror movie. Wow. God, it's just that, like... That's, that's such a great description. That's so <laughs> dead on. I just feel Holy more... Holy fuck. That changed my whole perspective. <laughs> God dang. Holy... Joe always has these like wildly just insightful and so insightful. on point nuggets she unleashes on us every now and then. I'm so surprised. This is a Dostoyevsky novel. <laughs> oh. I think, yeah, like... I don't leave really feeling entertained. I leave feeling depressed. <laughs> I don't have anyone. I felt like there was no one to root for. Everyone <laughs> mm-hmm. makes terrible choices. It's just like <laughs> the Russian novel. Whatever yes. happens to Owen's mom? That this is Krebs. I I don't even know if I can listen to anything else. That is so profound to me. <laughs> this is a the Russian, Russian novel, novel horror movie. <laughs> Holy shit. God damn. So I don't feel good after watching this movie. I don't feel entertained the way I feel after watching a slasher where I'm like, ah, oh, it was scary, but mm-hmm. there were funny parts, and <laughs> I don't know. They won. I, like, yeah. God. You mean a bleak existence killing people to feed your 12 year old girlfriend for the is rest not of time? A fun <laughs> movie for people to watch? Yeah. Yeah, I disagree. Um, <laughs> Call me a weirdo. Um, I would definitely recommend this movie to people. I would probably recommend this movie to people who don't even really like horror movies. I, again, I didn't find it scary. I just think, uh, you know, if I could describe it, uh, I'd probably say it's more like a Russian novel <laughs> than a horror movie. <laughs> you know what? I think I've heard that before. Oh, I don't believe you did. Um, anyway. <laughs> That's completely but, wrong. Yeah, I just, but no, it's I just thought of it. Really. Yeah, it just that just came to me. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, it's it's just a really good story. It's interesting. There are plot holes, yeah, <laughs> but you know, overall, uh, it's depressing. It's uh, an interesting look at the vampire story. Uh, I won't say I walk out of it with the same thrill I get from. Uh, uh, Friday the 13th part 2 but you know I think it's a decent movie for what it is I'm going to have to give it a 4 for this one alright now I am also going to give it a 3 okay while it, I do think it's a good movie and I nominate it I also just walk away feeling just kind of down in the dumps man yeah, and yeah, when yeah. I think it's about bleak. when I think about entertainment, I don't think about <laughs> <laughs> getting down in the dumps. But but that's the vibe it's trying to put out. I understand yeah. that, and they do a really good job. It's just I don't <laughs> want to think about the relationship between yeah, this girl yeah, and just, this twelve-year-old. Wow, man. nor these two twelve-year-olds. What's going yeah. on here? But so, you know, I it just hit me. Is this movie an allegory for marriage? Oh, God. I, I just, it just hit me. You know, it's, 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 a, it's starts a, off real exciting. It's a commentary on the unrealistic nature of uh, monogamy. Is that what you're saying? And long-term relationships. 
Because, I mean, what happens? Oh, marriage is so fun. Yeah. I know. Tell me about it. Um, (laughs) Anyway, but no, that's all I had. But yeah, uh, don't get me wrong. This kind of gives me a a less... a less depression than maybe a chainsaw massacre, but I agree. I don't walk away from this. Chainsaw like, massacre was more anger and disgust than yeah. depression. And anxiety. A lot of anxiety. Just flat out anger for me I when I watched Way overstimulated. Yes. Watching that movie. Uh, Very much. I agree. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, but I, it was it's a good-ass movie. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I need to see let the right one in to do a comparison because i hear that one's even better mm-hmm. um this is the word on the street but you never know until you do it yourself there you go gotta watch it yourself so that wraps up our scoring and that's a pretty good score mm-hmm. let well, me in got a 50 wow which is pretty damn good that might be the highest we've given something i think i, I think it got higher, but this is right oh, up your there. movies, huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah, this works. Yeah, I pick good movies, you fuckers. Mm. Okay. Um, oh, excuse but me. But no, I think I think uh, there's I think there's some another one that got pretty high. Mm. I can't remember. We'll have to go back through, but that's a good score. But as it has been shown, our scores don't really mean anything as far as oh, no, no, no. which movies actually go forward in the tournament and that brings us to our big decision here and that is whether or not this movie is going to go forward in the tournament or nightmare on elm Elm street so i guess it all comes down to this right so i guess uh why don't we start with i think it needs to go jill me and then you oh i love that i love that okay it's our two movies and then (laughs) you are the undecided vote you're right. I haven't had to argue for one. Okay. So, uh, Jill, who is your final vote for? Okay. Well, obviously, I have to put through the love of my life. Yes. Freddy Krueger. Her first crush. Her first crush. First love. And as his hat says, his name is Freddy Krueger. Fred Krueger. Fred. Sorry. He went formal with his hat. I forgot. Yeah. He, you know. I just call him babe. Yeah. <laughs> babe. <laughs> oh, babe. You left your skin on the sink again. <laughs> I'm going to put through Nightmare on Elm Street. All right. One that's, for Nightmare on Elm Street from Jill. That's fair. I would have honestly been shocked any other way. So, <laughs> I yeah. All right. You know, as I was watching them, um, it, it's hard to not give attention to how iconic Freddy is true, true in the horror movies. But I feel like a lot of times we let these iconic characters kind of overshadow how good or bad the actual movie is. So Nightmare on Elm Street is good, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I think the lore of Freddy kind of puts a veil over our eyes and make me make us think it's better than it actually is. Oh, okay. So I'm going to put forward, let me in, that Dostoevsky <laughs> masterpiece. Which I'm sure we're butchering terribly, but that's fine. Dostoevsky. <laughs> that's and awesome. because let me in is just so much. Oh, okay. That scared me. 
scared the shit out of me. Sorry. Um, he's really excited about what movie's going. There forward. definitely was nothing um, to creep me out. Um, so, Let Me In is just a lot different than all the other movies that are on this list too. So, um, I'm gonna put Let Me In through. So that leaves Andrew as the deciding factor. Andrew, Let Me In or Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, so, <laughs> so anyway, so this was going to be a hard one for me because I really do like both of these movies, but I had to, you know, as I was thinking about it earlier today, I mean, Freddy is such a big part of, you know, my growing up, but this movie is a real, as far as horror movies go, a gem of a movie and as far as that goes what i have to break it down to is uh what i have to break it down to is is uh let me in an original concept or not and here's the thing it is a remake and Freddy, A Nightmare on Elm Street, is an original idea. So, I gotta be honest. Let me add one thing. Alright. We have another Freddy movie that is already in the second round. Yes, this is true. I just want to put that up. Continue. So. <laughs> Not important. You know what? Now that you mentioned that, it did beat a movie I really liked, too. Um... <laughs> <laughs> God, if I could only remember the title. What? If I could only remember what that was. Um, so, with that being said, I got to go with a Frederick Krueger on this and a Nightmare on Elm Street. All right. That's totally fair. I'm excited because I think... <laughs> excited. I think that the, the two Freddy movies might be matched up in the next round. Now, which that would be exciting. Which would be fun. Because I have things to say. Yes. It would be fun times. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. We'll confirm if that's the case. But you heard it here, folks. Nightmare on Elm Street has defeated Let Me In. And we'll move on to the next round of the Horror Movie Tournament. And we will see you guys next time. For sure. Oh, uh, this has been Judgment! And that concludes our judgments on this competition. Tune in next week for our next competition between Village of the Damned and Return of the Living Dead. If you're enjoying our show, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. See you next week.